0: Hey, it's Nikki back on Gut Plus Science Healthcare for a special episode to celebrate Nurses Week with an incredible leader in the industry, making significant impact on the work experience of nurses. Today, I'm with Bonnie Barnes, co-founder of the DAISY Foundation, a nonprofit organization that recognizes excellence in nursing with the DAISY Award, which is celebrated in more than 4,700 healthcare facilities. Since the beginning of DAISY, over 156,000 nurses have been formally honored. Bonnie will share her thoughts around providing meaningful recognition today. Let's get to it. Bonnie, welcome to Gut Plus Science. So, Since this episode will release within Nurses Week, tell us about the DAISY Foundation and how nurses played a big role in building the foundation.
1: Well, thank you, Nikki. I am so happy to be with your audience during Nurses Week. It's great to know that Nurses Week is coming back to us since last year's Nurses Week didn't go so well, and we didn't have a lot to celebrate. But I think that our, our healthcare organizations are planning special things now for nurses, and, and we at DAISY are so happy to be a part of all of that. So as I hope many of your listeners know, the DAISY Foundation is, is our family's way of saying thank you to nurses for the extraordinary care that they provide every day for patients and families and, and also for each other. We created the foundation 21 years ago when my stepson Patrick died of complications of an autoimmune disease. And that's why Daisy's called DAISY. It stands for Diseases Attacking the Immune System we started this concept of a way to express gratitude through recognition of extraordinary care. And we thought when we kicked it off in Seattle at the hospital that took care of our Patrick, that if we could say thank you to nurses in five or 10 hospitals around the country, we would be doing a great thing. And my husband, Mark, and I could get back to doing what we were doing before Pat died. However, nurses got a hold of this concept of recognition And keep in mind, 21 years ago, there was no recognition for what nurses do every day. There was simply a lot of wonderful academic achievement and clinical achievement recognition, but not for compassionate, extraordinary compassionate care. So the program has been adopted by nurses. And I have to say, they, when they got a hold of it and saw what it could mean, what its real strategic value is, the role that recognition can play for so, in so many aspects of a nurse's well-being, of an organization's well-being, and even of a patient's healing process. Well, it's been nurses and nurse leaders who have guided and nurtured and really built the Daisy Award to where it is today, honoring, honoring nurses in over 4,700 healthcare facilities and schools of nursing in 29 countries. Who would have thought?
0: It's wonderful to see what your, you know, challenging experience then created such a beautiful vision that has touched so, so many people. So thank you for sharing. Uh, I know many of our listeners are very familiar with Daisy, but those that aren't, I'm really excited that you got to kick off and share with that. So you live in this world of recognition and workplaces, healthcare or not, are constantly working on or should be working on recognition and and always getting better at that. So let's start with differentiating recognition between meaningful recognition and recognition without the meaningful. And I also want you to speak to, you know, breaking down the key parts of the meaningful recognition programs in workplaces.
1: Recognition is prevalent in so many different kinds of companies and organizations, but it's fairly new to healthcare. And the way that I think about meaningful recognition, as it's been described in the literature, is that it's, it's recognition on steroids. What makes it meaningful is, is it's personal, it's personal to the recipient, it's specific about what is being recognized for that person or for that nurse in our case. Very importantly, it has a long-lasting impact on the person who's receiving it. And it acknowledges, in the case of of DAISY and nurses, it acknowledges a nurse's specific behavior and very importantly, the impact it had on a patient or a family member or a coworker. It's relevant to the situation and, and to the nurse's contribution. When you think about what meaningful recognition is versus what recognition is, Here's what meaningful recognition isn't. And please don't think for a moment I'm being judgmental here because a simple comment of a great job, you did a great job, can do a lot for someone having a rough day. But that's not what the literature describes as meaningful. It really needs to have content and and touch the heart of the recipient. And that's what the Daisy Award does um, specifically through the stories that are written as nominations for the Daisy Award.
0: So just to to recap what you shared there really three big buckets you know one it's personal two it acknowledges specific behavior and the impact that that behavior had and it then recognizes for a lasting long-term impact that's great. And we'll dig into that just a little bit more. I'd love, Bonnie, now to go DAISY-specific here. And when you think of you know, the organizations that you work with, tell us about some of those examples of what it looks like to practice very best practices of DAISY
1: recognition. Well, really importantly, it's the nomination stories of the DAISY Award are, in, in my opinion, the key to the whole thing. When the organization goes out and solicits nominations from patients and families and coworkers, whether they're written nominations or electronically submitted nominations. And we have tools for, for all of that to happen. Uh, and they really spread that culture of, of recognition around the organization. That's what makes a difference. That's probably the most important aspect. It's getting those stories. And it takes building awareness of the opportunity for patients and families and coworkers to say thank you to make that happen. So it's the collecting of of stories and really encouraging rich descriptions of what a nurse has done. I will tell you, by the way, some of our richest descriptions uh, and narratives are not the longest ones. I will never forget the nomination we received that said, this nurse gave me the will to live. What more do you need to say to recognize a nurse, right? So they don't have to be long descriptions, but they certainly need to be meaningful. So I think that it's the marketing is a part of best practice. And then the actual presentation of the award, which usually happens on the unit or in the area where the nurse works in front of their peers, having senior leadership there makes a big difference because most of the time our honorees are really surprised At the fact that they're being recognized. You you know how humble nurses are. And Nikki, they often will just say to us, oh, I didn't do anything special. I was just doing my job. However, when the chief executive officer and the chief nursing officer and other members of the C-suite show up in their unit to celebrate them, they know they've done something special. So that's another best practice is making sure that executive leadership is part of this process. And we are so often told that by this, those C-suite members that it's their favorite thing to do every month. So we've got loads of best practices, but I would focus on those two things. The, the marketing of the program to make sure everyone is aware that it, it exists and this is a great and easy way for people to say thank you and honor nurses. And secondly, it's how that presentation is done with executive leadership participating and of course the nurses' peers.
0: I'm so curious to know if you have a couple of stories that stand out about excellence and you can recognize this, the healthcare organization if you want or not, but um, examples of proactive leadership efforts to collect stories.
1: I've got a great example. And this is, this is something that was started many years ago and has been, we have shared it with everybody that we work with, all of our organization partners, and, and they often do this where leadership will encourage various nursing units to create their own nomination collection boxes and I, I have to tell you nurses are incredibly creative and resourceful people so they come up with the most wonderful uh, examples of, of collection boxes that have used daisies they have all kinds of fun things they very you know, craft oriented, and they make these beautiful boxes that attract attention for people to want to submit a nomination. So that's where the nomination form will live. And then they put it in these beautiful boxes. And I'll never forget, Mark and I got to be judges in a competition at a VA hospital. I'm pretty sure it was here in Northern California where we live. They had a competition among all these boxes, and we had to choose which one was our favorite, which of course was very, very hard to do. But it's all about engaging the nurses, uh, the staff nurses in this process of recognition and getting them excited about it And, and putting their creativity to work is one way to do it. And making
0: it so personal. You know, I think that's a great key takeaway is the more personal we make it so that people really get to feel, you know, being part of it. Just that's huge. So let's talk about impact. Share the outcome of meaningful recognition, like great recognition program systems. These are the stories or the stats or the general ROI from organizations that do it really well.
1: This is data that's coming out in the literature now as recognition is being embedded in more and more organization cultures and, and the benefits are numerous and really important. And first of all, I would start with how important it is to share the stories that makes a world of difference. Not only sharing them at the DAISY presentation, which may be in front of, you know, a select group of nurses in the unit, but through uh, the organization's media to make sure it gets out into the community because these are, well, they're exemplars of the great work that's going on in, in the organization. But most importantly, those stories bring nurses back to their why. We hear all the time, Thank you for reminding me why I became a nurse. This sharing of, of extraordinary compassionate care brings those, those organizations' missions and values to life and helps the nurses remember why they started out on this career. And the behaviors that they describe become exemplars for everybody else to follow. And they, they demonstrate for um, everyone in the organization how important compassionate care is to the way that that, that organization functions. So the, all of that is, that's not stuff that's coming from me, that's stuff that's coming out of the literature. Also, in the research that's been done about the impact of the Daisy award actually, it was on the impact of meaningful recognition where the Daisy award was used as a proxy. This was a study that was done a couple of years ago and has been validated in more recent work. are Daisy nominees, not just those who have been honored but those who have been nominated and received a copy of their nomination and a little daisy pin that they get to be for being nominated it's been demonstrated that they have lower compassion fatigue and higher compassion satisfaction and mitigating compassion fatigue which is a combination of burnout and secondary trauma two things that are really a big problem right now with the pandemic mitigating compassion fatigue could not be more important than it is right now. And elevating compassion satisfaction, which is the joy of knowing you've done a job well. Well, it's obvious that those those two things are really, really important, especially given what nurses are going through in the pandemic. So there's a tremendous amount of wonderful um, research and evidence about the impact of the Daisy Award as a meaningful recognition program and and it all translates to the benefit of retaining great nurses by focusing on the well-being of nursing um, which is what Daisy helps to do one of many elements of course but but part of that that well-being toolkit if we can get nurses to stay being nurses well that retention is I think the strongest ROI we can ask for
0: So this is a fun fact. A couple of questions came to us from our listeners knowing that we were going to have a topic in this arena. So I'm excited to ask them. um, Bonnie, what do you say to the busy nurse manager who shares that he or she doesn't have time for recognition of team members?
1: First of all, I really empathize. Uh, We are well aware of how challenging the nurse manager role is and, and frankly, how thankless it can be. They're kind of the the sandwich generation between executive leadership and and, uh, their staff. It's, It's really a tough job. But I would say two things. Number one, nurse manager doesn't have to do this alone. It's really about bringing in the staff. I alluded to the creativity of nurses before. One of the things that we decided in our earliest days of creating this program was that it would be run by staff nurses. And so the managers don't have a lot to do other than making sure that it's that these people are aware that they're supportive and in participating in the actual presentation. And that, that's something that's set up as, a, a again, embedded in the culture of the organization. They don't have to do a whole lot. The second thing I would say, and, and this is extremely relevant right now, we're really concerned about the burnout level of nurse managers over the last year and the level of burnout is being depicted in some clear studies that have been done by the American Organization for Nursing Leadership. In AONL's most recent survey, it became evident that this is a real challenge for healthcare organizations. Well, we have a program dedicated to honoring nurse managers and other leaders. We call it the DAISY Nurse Leader Award. And the reason we created it was because we're well aware that when we started the DAISY Award, it was really designed to honor direct care nurses for extraordinary compassion at the bedside or at the chair side. But what about those people that are creating the environment where all this compassionate care is thriving? Well, those are nurse managers and, and other leaders, and we didn't want to miss the opportunity to express gratitude or to allow the, enable the staff to be able to say thank you to their managers. So we created the Daisy Nurse Leader Award, and boy, is it relevant now. So I would say that when nurse managers feel the recognition themselves, when they experience it for themselves or one of their peers, well, it'll never be another statement about, I don't have time because once they feel it, they know what a difference it makes.
0: So to follow up on what you were sharing about what is unique to now, how has the workplace recognition landscape changed during and since COVID began?
1: Well, at the risk of using a very overused word, (laughs) um, our healthcare partners have really had to pivot in how they sustain what we love to call the ritual of recognition. They've been extremely creative, and we have picked up numerous best practices in how to do it. Of course, we see great pictures of Daisy Award ceremonies happening with all kinds of social distancing going on and masks and all of that. But what I have found has been especially special has been the ability to do these presentations virtually. So now, instead of having just the people in the unit participate, they get hundreds of people on these Zoom meetings. And very often I'm there, which is the most fun thing I get to do is to participate in these uh, Zoom presentations. But it's really wonderful. I'll give you an example. Just um, a week or so ago, I did a, a Zoom Daisy Award presentation at the City of Hope in Los Angeles. And I've been to City of Hope three or four times where we've gone down there and we've done presentations in person. But now what they get to do is they get 150 people on a Zoom call to honor their DAISY honorees. And it's just an incredibly great experience for everyone. And it doesn't miss the personal touch because that's all in the way it's delivered. So I would say, yes, we've changed, but really only in terms of the delivery and logistics because... Well, as we say that the time for meaningful recognition is always, and it's never been more important than right now.
0: And it's neat to hear, you know, the silver lining of, you know, the COVID pandemic, then creating these virtual platforms that so many of us didn't use in healthcare before, and then lots, lots more people get to see that recognition take place. So... What nice silver lining there. <laughs> so how would you describe the mindset that you encourage leaders to take around employee recognition?
1: Well, Daisy and meaningful recognition are all about the joy of being a nurse. And we would encourage leaders to, to use it as the opportunity to focus on the positive. When we started the Daisy Award, it, it dawned on us that nurses and other healthcare people are are understandably focused on everything that's wrong. You know, what's wrong with the patient? Of course, what's wrong with the machine? What's wrong with the system? What's wrong with the parking? It's always about what's wrong. What the Daisy Award allows leaders to do is focus on what's right, what's positive, what is uh, joyful. As I said earlier, bringing nurses back to their why. That's really the mindset that we tend to, to, and we always encourage leaders to take. And then we encourage everyone to take. That's why we named our book, Shining the Light on All the Right, Celebrating the Art of Nursing Around the World. As a nurse leader said to us at a hospital years ago, when we first started the program, she said, I know all this great stuff has been going on in my hospital. I just never knew exactly what it was. And I never had a way to celebrate it before. And now with Daisy, I do.
0: Bonnie, I'd love for you to speak to a leader that's listening right now that feels that their recognition program isn't what it should be. What's the first step that you would share to make a positive change?
1: Well, the first step, if they are a DAISY partner, is to start with us. We have a fantastic team of regional program directors and managers who are truly expert in how to make the DAISY award the most successful it can be. We have so many best practices built into our program and all a leader needs to do that feels like they can make their program even better is just to contact their regional program director at DAISY and we will put on a a webinar that will walk them through and and help them brainstorm solutions to any challenges they're having. I am so proud of our wonderful team who's dedicated to our mission and brings their creativity and resourcefulness to making DAISY great for, for all of our partners. So that would be step one. Step two, and I said this before, encourage your staff and engage them in running the program. They're the ones who are gonna make it sing. And and also invite others in the organization to participate. Very often there's a patient experience officer, a chaplain, an HR person, they all wanna get involved and, and can make the program even more robust. There is no reason to not be really successful Oh, I should have mentioned also, and please bring the marketing people in because they, they have the tools and they know how to use our tools to create the awareness that you need to have as many nominations as, as you can get from patients and families and coworkers.
0: Bonnie, thank you for such a positive and joy-filled conversation. It was really lovely. We want to take a quick break hear from our sponsor message today and then come back to what we call our lightning round where we get to know and learn just a little bit more about the personal side of you. So we'll be right back. Wombi, our incredible show sponsor for Gut Plus Science Healthcare, is celebrating Nurses Week in a big way. Actually, Bonnie Barnes will join Dr. Bonnie Clipper, Chief Clinical Officer for Wombi, for a virtual event where they will share some powerful tips around storytelling and recognition and Daisy nurses will be highlighted and share their experience receiving Daisy nominations and the award. Check out details for this session and many other opportunities to celebrate nurses with Wombi in the show notes. Hey, it's Nikki and we're back on gut plus science healthcare. We're here with Bonnie Barnes today. Her conversation Sharing about meaningful recognition has been wonderful, and I love this part because it takes us to a personal note of getting to know our guests. We call it our lightning round, and as most of you that listen regularly know, I ask, what is your favorite book of all time or a favorite recent read? But I would love Bonnie to share her genre of books. She's a big reader, so she's like, it's very hard for me to narrow that down. Share her genre of books of interest, and then she's going to tell you just a little bit more about her book, Shining the Light on All the right.
1: Well, thank you, Nikki. It's true. I do love to read. And I focus mostly on historical fiction because it takes me to another place. And particularly with the last several years that have been so hard for all of us, I can just kind of um, disappear into history. And I, I majored in history in college, and I still love to read it. So I would say that's my favorite genre. Thank you for asking about our book. Oh, my gosh, we have been asked... For years, nurses had been asking us to share the details of our story in creating the Daisy Foundation and how we went from Patrick's bedside in 1999 to celebrating nurses in so many thousands of hospitals and organizations around the world. So we finally, for our 20th anniversary, Mark and I got together with, I have to admit, a fantastic ghostwriter, the beloved Jim Eber, who became our dear friend for life. And he listened to our story and looked at our memories and souvenirs. And together, we wrote this beautiful book, Shining the Light on All the Right. And it's a wonderful read. It's a great story of, of, as I said, how we went from, well, this first chapter is pretty sad because it's about Patrick, but how we went through the joy of building the Daisy Foundation. So certainly it's available on um, on Amazon and through us on our website, daisyfoundation.org.
0: Bonnie, what is your favorite hobby when you're not working?
1: Well, Mark and I have the gift of living in a beautiful place, Sonoma County, California. So we have a vineyard uh, on our property and I love to spend time out there. We love to garden. We love to cook from what we pull out of the garden. So I would say those are the garden and our vineyard are are my two favorite hobbies. How about a favorite
0: vacation spot?
1: We enjoy cruising. Uh, It gives us a chance to go to all kinds of places briefly of course but we get to go to lots of places we would never go otherwise and we've had the gift to see of seeing a great deal of the of the world through cruises over the last few years
0: finally how can our listeners connect with you after the show today
1: oh that's easy my email address is at org. and uh, i have to admit I'm, I'm not so great on social media we daisy has a great presence there but i'm not the one who takes care of that so the best way to connect with me personally is Bonnie Barnes at daisyfoundation.org.
0: Bonnie Barnes, it was an honor to have you on the show today. Here's my truth you can act on from our talk. Number one: meaningful recognition is personal, acknowledges specific behavior and the impact of the behavior, and has long-lasting impact. Number two, collect stories. Make that a habit in your leadership. Number three. Make sure that the executive leadership team is part of the recognition practice in your organization. And number four, leverage virtual platforms for scalability and to maximize participation in recognition. Until next time. We just left the world a little bit better. Now go do something with it.